0: Have you ever wondered why do my actions lead in the opposite direction to where I want to go? Or how does this action serve me? Or why aren't outcomes aligning with my intentions? Your Mindful Life Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Mary Slocum, and today we're diving into the subject of karma. Karma is a Sanskrit word meaning action. When mindful, karma brings to our attention the possible effects of our intentions and actions on ourselves and others and also the effect of others' intentions and actions on us. There is a misconception about what karma is. Karma is not doing something good, getting us good karma, and doing something bad, getting us bad karma. Karma isn't about someone or something external to us giving out punishment or reward. Karma is about our actions, our intentions, and our volition. It's about our being mindful of our actions and how they align with our intentions and the outcomes we want. And it's about discerning whether the outcome serves us or not. Does the outcome cause dissatisfaction, suffering, or... Equanimity and happiness. When we're mindful, we become aware of the nature of karma. Karma can be described as a cycle of cause and effect. In each present moment, we can be aware of the working of karma and we can choose how we're going to be with it. We create our happiness or suffering through our actions through our choices, and our intentions. Without mindfulness, we can get caught in a mindless loop in which we create actions, and the actions then create us. The person who bullies another becomes the bully when they get caught up in bullying, and then they think it defines them. So I'm a bully. What's that to you? We can identify, merge, or blend with our actions and mistakenly believe that they are who we are. We can end up feeling dissatisfied and we suffer. When we attune to karma, we become aware of how an action of body, speech, or mind causes some effect. The action may be moving the body, making a face to show our pleasure or displeasure, for example, or saying or writing something, or even thinking something. We also become aware of how an action affects both the doer and the receiver. How do we feel after the action? How does the person receiving the action feel after receiving it? And what's the intention behind the action? Suppose you receive an email that causes you to feel angry. Now, in your anger, you respond with a nasty email in reply. Your nasty email causes the recipient to become angry, and they shoot off their own nasty reply back to you. This is cause and effect in action. We see how it can spiral into negative loops of actions and feelings. Or suppose you receive an email that causes you to feel grateful. Feeling this kindness, you respond with an email of thanks, and the recipient feels the joy of your response and thanks you for your help. This is also cause and effect. See how it can spiral into positive loops of actions and feelings. Or suppose you receive an email that causes you to feel angry. You mindfully notice the emotion of anger rising up in you. You even feel the surge of energy coming up from your gut and the heat coming into your face. You pause and acknowledge the anger You feel how it feels in your body and notice that what is causing the anger is a false belief that the person doesn't see you as an equal. The anger passes. You respond to the email with an even tone and without judging the sender. Sometime later, the sender invites you to join their project. See how cause and effect can evolve from negative to positive actions and feelings when we're mindful. When we have an intention that a certain outcome happen, we can act in ways designed to bring about that outcome. Suppose you want to raise. You notice that your boss doesn't seem to pay much attention to you or your work. So you intentionally draw the boss's attention to your projects and what you have and are accomplishing by showing the boss your work and asking others to share with the boss how your work has helped their projects. You get the raise. Notice how important your intention is. And also notice how important it is that your actions align with your intention in a positive way and also with the desired outcome. Now, suppose you want to be happy. You notice that when you're grateful for the people, things, and circumstances around you, that you do feel happy. Your intention is to feel happy. Your action of expressing gratitude aligns with your intention and with the outcome of feeling happy. Now using the same earlier scenario, suppose you want to raise and you notice that your boss doesn't seem to pay much attention to your work. You stride into the boss's office and complain bitterly how you and your work are being ignored. The boss is silent and withdraws from interactions with you, except we're absolutely necessary. You don't get the raise. Same intention, different actions, different outcome. Now, suppose you want to be happy, but you don't notice your actions. You complain about how awful everything is in your life how the people, things, and circumstances don't support you. You grumble, you feel put upon, and you always see the glass half empty. You continue to feel dissatisfied and unhappy. Notice how this is akin to expecting limes to grow from a walnut tree. Walnut trees don't grow limes any more than complaining gets you the raise, or the happiness you want. Our intentions and actions are linked, and they're also linked to the outcome. Things influence one another. Everything is connected. It's not enough to have the intention. The actions must also align. Each and every intentional act brings about some result. Our actions plant either the seeds of suffering or the seeds of happiness. For this reason, it's important to pause and consider, do my actions align with my intention? And does my intention align with the outcome or effect I'm wanting? This is why behind every action of body, speech, and mind, asking what's my intention, is so powerful. Why am I doing this? Why am I thinking this? Why am I saying this? Mindfully making the connection between action and intention shows us so much about our minds. Where we get caught up, what we cling to, what we're averse to, and also how often there is a disconnect between our intention and our actions. Is my intention to get back at someone, to show someone who's boss, to assert my personal power over someone else, or to show how someone is wrong and I'm right? Is my intention to draw attention to myself, to gain praise or celebrity? Or is my intention to free myself from feeling dissatisfied to act with wisdom, generosity, compassion, and kindness to acknowledge my common humanity? Is this my intention? Am I happy to give of myself and my resources freely without expecting anything in return? Am I willing to stand firm in my values? Am I willing to say yes when others say no or no when others say yes from a place of love and appreciation? Asking what's my intention creates a pause in which we can examine what's happening now. What am I doing, thinking, saying, and feeling? And how does it align or not with my intention. Whether we are aware of our intentions or not, there is always one. And we have the responsibility to become aware of them. Only then can we discern whether our actions are in alignment. When our intention is to get a raise and we find ourselves complaining rather than showing the boss the positive contribution of our work, That's a signal that our actions are not serving us. They will have an effect, but not the one we are wanting. This signal is an opportunity to investigate what's really happening, to understand if something more is at play. Perhaps we may feel slighted by the boss, and so there's an emotional reaction at play here. It's only when we're mindful that we can discern when something more is derailing us. This is how we get to know and understand our minds. This is how we understand what makes us tick and understand what motivates us or not. Once we know the mind, we can see more clearly the effects of the mind. Once we are mindful of our intentions, we can then hone the skill of making choices. Do we react? Do we get back at the person in kind? Or do we respond? And we choose how to respond when someone says or does something hurtful. Do we receive the unpleasantness mindfully? And rather than lobbying something hurtful back at the person Pause, notice the unpleasantness, and respond, acknowledging their state of mind with equanimity and kindness. The response matters. Perhaps you say, This is a difficult time for you. I hear what you're saying. Tell me more about what's going on for you. Or let's look at this together, rather than reacting with, How dare you blame me? or some other emotional outburst. How do we choose to respond when our community turns away from those in need? How do we choose to respond when an old habit grips us? Do we go along or do we choose another path? We don't control what arises in the world, but we do have a choice about how to respond. And how we choose to respond has everything to do with the effect we're seeking. Are we seeking dissatisfaction? Or are we seeking equanimity, that evenness and balance in life and happiness? This is what mindfulness can do for us. Being present in the moment, being fully aware of what is happening now, allows us to immediately and intimately experience the workings of what we think and feel and how we behave and speak. We clearly see what is arising and what is falling away. Mindfulness brings us upfront and personal with our intentions, our choices, and our actions. And to live mindfully, we understand that we have to get to know our minds, to get to know what we cling to and what we push away. Get to know what creates emotional reaction rather than steady response. Get to know what serves us by bringing happiness and freedom and what doesn't serve us by bringing dissatisfaction and suffering. By recognizing and allowing our experience without editing it, that is, pretending that it is other than what it really is, or by making excuses or reacting to it, we begin to understand the nature of mind, thoughts, emotions, strategies, plans, and fantasies, and how we embody experience. We can then choose wisely which thoughts, behaviors, and speech serve us and which don't, which ones lead to freedom and happiness, and which ones lead to dissatisfaction and pain. We gain mastery of cause and effect. We gain mastery of linking intention to action to outcome. So I invite you to mindfully explore your intentions and actions and notice the outcomes that spring from them. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you're moved to support the podcast, you can become a member through Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash your mindful life. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N ncom com slash your mindful life, all one word. And please subscribe, follow, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. As always, I'm grateful to you, my audience, and I'm also grateful for the people behind the scenes who make the podcast possible. Ali Allen for logo and podcast cover design, Gorgias Romero for composing the original music, audio engineering and production, Bill Rafferty for technical web support, and Margaret Haas for announcing the show. Be well, be mindful.